The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Hi, I'm Liz Winstead. I'm Moji Alawode-L. And we're the hosts of Feminist Buzzkills, the only weekly podcast that helps you navigate the post-Roe hellscape. We dissect all the news from that sketchy intersection of abortion and misogyny with our guests, the abortion providers and activists working on the ground. Plus, we have amazing comedians to help us laugh through the rage. Feminist Buzzkills drops Fridays wherever you get your pod fix. Listen and subscribe, because when BS is popping, we pop off. M-S-O-W Media. Welcome to Teacher Quit Talk. I'm Miss Redacted. And I'm Mrs. Frazzled. Every week we explore the teacher exodus to find out what, if anything, could get these educators back in the classroom. We've all had our moments where we thought, what the hell am I doing here? From burnout to bureaucracy to soul-sucking stressors and creative dead ends. From recognizing when it was time to go to navigating feelings of guilt and regret afterwards, we're here to cut out the gaslighting and get real about what it means to leave teaching. We've got insights from former teachers from all over the country who have seen it all. So get ready to be disturbed. Join us on Teacher Quit talk to laugh through the pain of the U.S. education system. We'll see you there. Well, as you know, we embrace diversity here at the Stephanie Miller Show, and I've never seen so much diversity in underwears as Tomboy X. I got the new rainbow ones. I even got the rainbow shirt. You can use it as a t-shirt or jammies. Fancy? I got the awesome. And the, the, that's a V-neck. It's so pretty. Okay. Listen, it's like nobody took the time to design authentic underwear for strong, independent, right? Comfortable with yourself people like us. Tomboy X did. They created underwear that makes you feel like, you know, this underwear doesn't just fit. It gets me. Yes, I'm feeling proud. So I got the entire pride line. The underwear. I've got the uh, jammies. I've got the t-shirt. Tomboy X since 2014 has been making brazenly unapologetic underwear for all bodies, all shapes, all genders, all sizes, really all sizes from boxer briefs to bikinis, boy shorts to bras. Every pair of Tomboy X is created to fit you and how you see yourself and they've expanded way beyond underwear too and with their love at first wear guarantee you can order risk-free while you find your perfect fit discover your inner tomboy let me get you started with my special discount go to tomboy x under the code stephanie to get an extra 20 percent off that's an extra 20 percent off when you enter stephanie at tomboyx.com that's tomboyx.com restrictions apply see site for details we are so grateful that vaccinations for COVID 19 are underway Unfortunately, at the very time there's light at the end of the tunnel, infection rates and hospitalizations are at all-time highs across the country. In California, some hospitals are turning away patients and threatening to ration care. While we are nearing the finish line for this brutal pandemic, getting there means staying safe. For the foreseeable future, only respirator face masks provide real protection from transmission. Unfortunately, the huge demand and limited supply of respirators means we are flooded with fakes and counterfeits that do almost nothing. Right now, the NewDealShop.com has FDA-authorized KN95 respirator masks with anti-fraud labeling on every single package that can be verified right on the manufacturer's website. They're tested in the United States by the NPPTL and provide the most significant level of protection. These respirator masks are in stock in the U.S. and ship immediately for free. Go to the NewDealShop.com now and get verified, authenticated, FDA-authorized KN95 masks 
shipped immediately to your home or business. That's thenewdealshop.com, thenewdealshop.com. Go now. Hi, I'm Francis Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela, and welcome to The, the Final Word. Word. The Final Word with Frangela. The Final Word. 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 Welcome. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Thank you for tuning in. We want to thank you over and over again for tuning in to our podcast here on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. We want to invite you to go to sexyliberal.com and guess what? What? We have a show coming up. What? April 10th. It is the oh. 10th anniversary oh, no. of the Sexy Liberal Tour. That's right, everybody. And let me tell you, we already have some sketches that are cracking me up. Dying, dead Dying. with laughter. With laughter. Can't wait for them to be shot and out there do not miss this show it's going to be a once in a lifetime experience yes. you're going to get to hear from people who've been a part of the sexy liberal touring and sh- all the shows mm-hmm. and just the family the community some some people you haven't seen in a while it's going to be a lot of fun some great interviews we have a super special superstar that's going to be there too a superstar a few uh, so that look for that. Also, uh, thank you for all to all of our Patreon supporters, all of our supporters of this podcast and of the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network, of course, but specifically as well to our Patreon supporters. We would not be getting through this crisis right now without your support. So thank you from the bottom of our hearts. All right. We thank you. Um, our daughter, Francis' daughter, my goddaughter, thank mm-hmm. you. Our pets, really, really thank you. Really thank you. Uh, all of our friends and family, thank you. And and know that your relief efforts, not a dime is being wasted. Oh, I mean, you know what? <laughs> so you know what? You. you know what? Your COVID package the, is helping a lot. The return on your dollars. <laughs> It's immense. <laughs> it's a, it's it is amazing. immense. Thank you. Thank you. So if you want to become a Frangela Patreon and you will get three micro idiots That's right. a week. The micro idiots, it's not that they're smaller and funny. It's just there's a three idiot stories where we do a deep dive. They're from the stupid stack that we've been curating for, you know, way longer than I'd like to admit. Uh, you almost uh, said it. I, I can't say it. Um, it was my birthday recently and I can't say it. <laughs> um, so... It, it, it's so much fun and here's the thing if you do it now you'll have like it's over 100 right oh, yeah it's tons tons to catch up on tons. it'll just i mean we're talking weeks of enjoyment laugh mountain is what we call it also you can go to cameo.com and get a cameo video a specialized video from frangela for any of your specialty yep. needs maybe you could give it as a birthday gift or a pick me up or yep. tell somebody off or telling somebody you quit or saying to somebody you love them or telling your children to go to sleep whatever yep Go to Frangela.com for all your Frangela swag and needs. And always catch us on the third hour every Friday morning of the Stephanie Miller Show for the Black Power Hour. That's right. Where we, along with Stephanie Mills, <laughs> which if you we don't transform know, into Sister Sledge. If you don't know. <laughs> apparently it's still true, right? It's still up on um, Sirius. Yes, they still think that she's a they, black Whoever lady. did the Sirius, like, the little page or whatever for Stephanie Miller's show there, like, Stephanie Mills, they have a picture of Stephanie Mills up, which is hilarious in every way. Um, So please, thank you for checking that. And go ahead and please check out all the podcasts on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network um, and get your friends and family too or anybody whose phone you have access to even for just a moment because that is how we build a network and a family and that is how we get some some fair progressive programming back. Absolutely. It's through listeners like you. 
you. So thank you. Let's let's cheer, cheer, cheer that the Senate passed the 1.9 trillion coronavirus relief package. And today, today, today they're voting on it in the House, right? Yeah, because they have to do another. They already. You may be like, wait, didn't they already pass it? Yeah, but the yes. Senate, the one the Senate passed, had some changes, some which changes. which even the progressive arm of the Democratic Party are calling minor. Yeah. Um. Because and this is the thing, and I think this is really important because people are walking around using talking points without actually looking them up and paying attention to it. Mm-hmm. You've probably heard over and over again people try to suggest that only nine percent of this goes for COVID relief, and that's not true. That they're they're taking out one stat from the bill about like it specifically has to do with vaccinations and not looking at how all of it obviously has a lot has is is tied in together right but i think i think it's really important like i know that um congresswoman representative jayapal she she is the head of the uh what do you call it? the chairwoman of the progressive caucus mm-hmm. the democratic party she said quote despite the fact that we believe any weakening of the house provisions was were bad policy and bad politics the reality is that the final amendments were relatively minor concessions yes so that's amazing and this is huge legislation people huge Huge. representative dean today was on the news talking about how how important it is where this money is being targeted to this is not like tax cuts for the rich where most of the of the of society most of our economy won't and and doesn't see that it never trickles down she was talking about how out, out on every dollar we will see the return on every dollar will be a dollar twenty-five. Okay. That's now right. I don't know if you watch a, a particular show called uh, "Love It or List It." I'm sure you all do. I know you do. You HGTV fans. But what's important about that show is at the end when people talk about how much money they invested in mm-hmm. their Reno, what is their return on That's that? Right. Right. That's right. That's how we create wealth. That's right. And so when you're getting a twenty-five percent return on your investment hello that is money very well spent and what's this book you just bought the other day angela heather mcgee the sum of us i am just starting it but i you know i'm a big heather mcgee fan Mm -hmm. but when i tell you you should go check it out not only because she is she is a righteous boss um but because what the book is about is the cost of racism the financial cost of racism yes and getting out of our heart the hearts and minds bullshit and getting into what it means for our our economy that's right and how racism it, it it's the, it holds us back as a nation in many many ways nuts and fucking bolts it's an amazing people. book and, and and you check it out but the rescue plan they're putting forward and they're calling it the american rescue plan it's estimated this is really huge and we need to celebrate it it is estimated to cut poverty by a third this year and this is why i brought this up year. that's why i brought up this information what i about mm-hmm. heather mcgee yep Let's make these connections because what also what Representative Dean talked about was that in these $1,400 stimulus checks to for children, we are talking about bringing at least 40% of children in America up out of poverty. It would potentially cut child poverty in half. $1,400. That's it. When you think about half the kids in this country can get out of poverty with just a $1,400 check and not a $1,400 check every day, $1,400 check every day, one, like it's, it's, 
amazing yeah. and it's it's criminal that we have been unwilling that we have continually voted people into office That's who right. have been unwilling to just and they didn't get the $15 an hour wage increase because of Joe Manchin first and foremost let's kick out oh, one fuck, kick out. fuck fuck fuck, fuck, fuck Joe, Joe Manchin fuck that Joe Manchin in his mansion fucking 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 fuck did you say fuck him in his mansion ass I fucked him in his mansion and his munch ass fuck him this is, I understand, not our highest level of rhetoric or discourse. I, not, I but that's how I feel. Shit. And I'm going to tell you something. We're in a, such a fit about him. I think that if we saw him, we would just go run in, just fall into a fuck you, Joe Mansion. <laughs> and you would be, they'd have to be pulled away. We'd have to you be pulled what? away. Going, fuck, fuck you, Joe. No, man. no, no fuck, fuck you. you. No, fuck you, Joe. It's when you think about how incredible that is, um, that, that literally, literally eliminating pulling people up out of poverty um even without the increase in the federal minimum wage to fifteen dollars even without that even without getting as much for the unemployment extension benefits as they wanted they wanted to get to 400 they got it to 300 but they got it extended for a longer period of time and here's where we have to start making these connections raising people children up out of poverty raises you raises me raises us all it improves our country it improves everything if we can bring the what what is theoretically the bottom up we're brings all everybody up. elevated it brings everybody up and, and one of the things heather mcgee talks about a lot not just in the some of us but in all of her commentary is the zero-sum analysis that gets used a lot when we talk about politics and economics the idea that if one person gets this dollar nobody else does that's, that's not right. how it works that's right. um and 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 then when we give tax breaks to the wealthy that's what happens but when you give you saw it you know you saw it with the first stimulus check mm-hmm. that, oh my that God. It, it revitalized it, the economy it really did so researchers at columbia university have projected that the overall package will lift more than 15 13 million people from poverty this year. That's this year. That's not five years from now. That's not 20 years from now. Whenever you hear about progress, yeah. that was like, oh, this is going to happen over... Fe-. No, this fucking year, okay? Yeah. And that nearly 6 million children estimate um, that a permanent program for children's repay- for children's payments would decrease child poverty, as we said, nearly in half. And Christopher Wimmer, um, I think is how you say it, he's a co-director of the University Center on Poverty and Social Policy. He said, quote, not since Social Security have we made... That kind of commitment to cut poverty. I want to say this. We've hinted at it and maybe sort of said it before, but I want to say it very dramatically here Mm. right now. Oh, please. I owe my deepest, my deepest level of apology to President Joe Biden. Uh, Let me be clear. That's right. Are you joining me in my apology? Let let us be clear. Let Francis and Angela, Frangela, be clear in this. I hoped... I had a great deal of hope for his presidency. But in truth, when he first emerged and we were basically told by Clyburn who we were voting for and we That's do as right. we're told, we, we, we come on, it was the right thing to do. Yeah. Um, and we're that, but I hope that I knew that he would do better. Mm-hmm. I knew that, that he would, especially, especially for our major issue, COVID right now mm-hmm. and, and immigration, he would close these camps as, or they wouldn't be campy, you right. know, um, right now, some of them have to be not the camp things, but you know, yeah. that's a whole other issue. But in any case that I had hopes, but what I'm starting to suspect, and we've talked about it mm-hmm. privately. And I think maybe on Stephanie Miller, um, I'm starting to suspect that not only will he be a good and decent president, but quite frankly, we're not even fully two months 
we're like a little over two months. Oh, about no, we're not really fully two months in yet. Right. And I keep thinking we're like a week later in this March. And it's I have a very strong suspicion that Joe Biden may go down in history of one of as one of our greatest presidents. Oh, I know it. I know it. Not all not just good, ready. but greatest. I mean, these are significant systemic changes well, that will radically change life in this country beyond his presidency. Absolutely. And and here we have it. What I didn't believe, I didn't think at the top of Trump's presidency, you couldn't have told me that ideology, energy, psychic energy mm-hmm. of, of an entire country could be changed, radicalized, diminished, eviscerated mm-hmm. in four years. You, I, I honestly thought, I foolishly, with a ton of too much hubris, thought that no matter what he does, he can't destroy America. Trump. It, Trump. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In four years. Yeah, I know. I didn't think so either. But apparently we were really wrong. We were really wrong. We, we were really wrong. So if that if 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 that's the case in that direction, Biden can be the case in the other direction. This is the thing. I just didn't and think and, and I was and I think like a lot of us and was very concerned about his hands across the aisle yeah um and and what i've been happy to see particularly around this bill although i would like to address the filibuster um but, but particularly around this bill is that they made some concessions i don't think they were necessary but the reality is they were small and i have to say i was worried that he would be way too easy sway and way too concerned with the republicans i'm still, on board. Con- I'm still concerned but this is it. what i do see is that they're calling it out what yes. they're like the republicans are sitting here whining that using the reconciliation uh, mm-hmm. act authority basically that's how they were able to pass in the senate mm-hmm. um this relief the american uh relief package they were able to pass it because they didn't have to deal with the filibuster and having right. to get over 60 votes. Um, but they uh, allegedly can only do that twice. As again, as we've argued here before, I think it's time we start challenging these ideas. Mm-hmm. But the fact is that they went ahead and did it. And and that is what we need. And I and I'm really and he's been unapologetic about that. The president has. And so I in a way that I think I agree with it. I, I mean this deeply in my soul. I think it is possible. I know we're very we're at the very, very beginning. Mm-hmm. But it is entirely possible that I think that this man is geared up to leave a greater legacy than I would have imagined. Well, here's some uh, things that he has been, that he's done so far besides, you know, recently. recently. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Uh, he signed executive orders that would establish a gender policy council, council within the White House and direct the Department of Education to review Trump administration policy changes to Title IX. Yeah, you might remember that Secretary DeVos was very concerned about how accused rapists were being t- treated in colleges. That, well, that, I'm going to tell you something. That was one of her number one agenda items. Which, not rape on not campus. The, not the rape, but not the right defending the rapist the alleged rapist we don't give them enough care uh i I, I tell you that day my head was spinning well that bitch spinning let me let me run into some betsy devos let that go down please if there is a if some kind of deity give me the moment (laughs) i need with that hoe Please, so I can teach her what home education can feel like. And let me tell you something. That's what I want. This is me outside the bathroom door being like, Mm-mm, y'all can't come in here. They're cleaning it right now yeah. with Betsy DeVos's face. <laughs> no, you can't cleaning come up in here it. right now. Hate that. Uh, Biden nominated two, not one baby, two female generals to elite four-star commands. Because he was right. like, I, I need a matching pair. And get this. 
the, they, these are nominations that had been in the pipeline in the Pentagon, in the, the Pentagon, but they decided to hold them back because they were afraid that Trump would reject them because they were women. Oh, you didn't have to be afraid of that. It was going to happen. Yep. So um, he did that. He also Biden signed an executive order directing federal agencies to take a series of steps to promote voting access, which is amazing because at the same time, we know that there are over 253 bills in 43 states limit that are about limiting access to voting that the Republicans and their legislatures are, are currently putting forward. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's very important. And in fact, Georgia's Republican-controlled state legislator, uh, legislator uh, uh, is moving forward to push through dozens of quote-unquote election integrity bills. Which would, among other things... Limit mail-in voting primarily to Georgians who are elderly, disabled, or out of town on Election Day. Um, One of the proposals has targeted Sunday voting, which could reduce the impact of black voters in the state. Particularly souls to the polls. Impact, what really pisses me off about that is no, it'll, it'll, don't, it's not the impact, it's the votes. Right. Like, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like they get a little removed from it. I'm like, no, it it disenfranchises black people. Right. Period. The goal is to reduce access to voting. Because they, as they told the Supreme Court, they can't win if people vote. Here's my question. Here is my question. How can you how can you form your fucking lips to sit there and say, to talk to even your constituents, even your Republican constituents and say, we don't want, we don't think that anybody should have access to the poll. Voters shouldn't be able to vote because they know the code is there. They know who that they know that when they talk to their base, they know those white people, they don't mean them. They know exactly who they mean. I need this. We keep saying it. We went off about it like last week a lot. I I don't know why this is so hard for people to believe that these people are white nationalists. Like that they just are. That they are white supremacists. They they are racist, and they have no problem. And in fact, support over and over again legislation that limits everybody else's civil rights because they are terrified of having to share power. They're not scared of black people hurting them. They're scared of not having the ability to hurt black people. And and, and that's the truth. Oh, speaking to that point, the FBI said a member of the far-right nationalist Proud Boys was in communication with the Trump White House in the days before the January 6th assault on the Capitol. The, The lead guy was a speaker. He, he, yes. was a, he was on the speaker's list, Francis. He was in the program. The, the His guy was in the, on the program. That's what I'm screaming. The only reason he wasn't there is they arrested him a few days like a few yeah. days or a few and weeks before. Yeah. Yes. And so I was like, yeah, we knew that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, uh, here we go. I'm uh, telling you, there is a fucking evite or a paperless post with this come to the insurrection <laughs> from like Jared or something. The FBI would not reveal the names of either party. Separately, a leader of the far right group said that he had been in touch with Roger Stone while at a protest in front of Marco Rubio's home. During the protest, Enrique Tario put Stone on a speakerphone to address the gathering. That would be speaking to a white supremacist organization, an insurrectionist domestic terrorist organization. Stop calling them militias. Good news. More than one in five adults have now received at least one coronavirus uh, vaccine dose. That makes me happy. Very good. I mean, come on. I told Angela, I was like, I feel like in like in the next two to three weeks, I should be able to walk into CVS and get me a pop. It, It might be a little bit longer than that, but yes. But we are really, but they are doing an excellent job of getting getting there, and more and more people getting vaccinated. 
Apparently, the U.S. has administered 5.3 million vaccines over the weekend. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. And it's now administering more than 2 million shots a day on average. So that's higher than they had proposed. That's right. Um, And so... There's new CDC guidelines that says that say that people who are fully vaccinated against COVID-19 can safely visit with other fully vaccinated people indoors without wearing a mask or social distancing. That means everybody has to be vaccinated, though. Understand that. Everybody. Not most of you. Not not everybody, but Aunt Gladys, because she don't trust it. Everybody. Okay, but we have to hold on. And I know that we're all tired and I know that and we're all sick of it and lonely and a whole bunch of other things but if we can just push through and if you're in a a state where you have a governor or legislature that's getting rid of mask mandates you don't have to listen to them yeah you can protect you know, yourself protect and your family. yourself and your family and friends and advocate for your family and friends because the truth is i do think that we need to move to chuck dodd said it today and i hate watching him she really does i really just cannot with him but talked about it today which is, he asked the question of a do, uh, official he was like are we going to move the way of some of uh, other countries like places like japan or wherever where people wear masks all the time mm-hmm. and he said what we've been saying which is i just like to point out that people didn't get colds this last year well i'm like i really do believe that we should continue wearing masks out in public in public well did you see the the stat this year so far of, of last year or not yeah of last year Usually we lose about 200 children to the flu. Mm-hmm. Last year we lost one. That If that isn't enough for you, like on a personal level, I will tell you that every year I get at least two colds in the flu, mm-hmm. I think. Maybe one cold in the flu. I didn't get the flu. Me either. And I didn't get a cold. It's the Me first either. time it's happened. And we always get, I always get a flu shot. I always do all Me of that. Too. Still, this is the first time that's ever happened. I do believe we had COVID last February. Right. Uh, but at the end of February. Because people were basically licking us in Seattle. There it's been said. Us. Yes, it's been said. But that's here's the deal. We, it, you know, that's what the group grope's about. I know. Um, so, you know, that's what I signed up for. That's what we signed up for. But uh, that is amazing. We are, I'm hoping, I'm allegedly I have an appointment for the 25th. I'm hoping that My that husband happens. has an appointment on the 19th. I'm um, so excited. Really hoping that that actually happens. And you know what? I, I wanted to talk about a couple of other ugly stories, but I just, I, you know, I would prefer to leave it everything on a positive note. Really? I would. Well, You want okay. to talk about them? No, but I mean, I think it's important that we say that the, the yeah. Jarek Chauvin's trial for the murder and civil massive civil rights violations, but the murder yeah. of George Floyd is, is uh, they're beginning jury selection. I believe right now. Yep, right now. Um, and I would appreciate it if people would call it Derek Chauvin's trial. Yes. And not the George the Floyd, Floyd trial. trial. Because George Floyd isn't on trial for anything. Yes. He's dead. He and, was murdered. And I also want to point out, if you look at the images and you look at the courthouse, not the Capitol, mm-hmm. but the courthouse surrounding. What's the, what do you notice? It's uh, surrounded with uh, barbed wire mm-hmm. and uh, heavy uh, concrete pilings, okay? They so are, it's almost like they're prepared. They're prepared. For some sort of unrest. And ain't, a, ain't, ain't, ain't not nary a body out there. Not nope. nobody. No, nope, but they're prepared. But they're prepared. They've been preparing. Unrest. And you know how long they've been preparing? I'm Eight like, months. Yeah. Eight months. Because when we suspect that black people might go avail themselves of their right to gather mm-hmm. peacefully, we get ready for war. But when white people plan an insurrection, we step to the side. When they make motherfucking t-shirts that say civil war on them. They, we With a step date. to the side. Carrying around swastikas and confederate flags, we just step to the side. So that 
that is something we all need to pay attention to. That is something we all need to watch. And, um, and it's really, really important. And that is our final word. And now it's time for emails, emails. Come on, get your emails. Thank you for writing us at frangela08 at gmail.com and at idiot of the week, week, week at gmail.com. We do respond to all our emails, even if we're behind. There's some of you who are waiting from June, but you're going to get your response. Yes. This is from Ellie F. Thank you so much for writing. It's uh, titled Email Song. She says, I'm so sad about the email song. These are difficult times, but I would be happy to put together a telephone to bring it back. Ellie F. I hope you've learned a lesson. Okay. I did not know that the y- you enjoyed the email song. I'm going to tell you that the only thing worse... Then you not singing the email song was the blizzard of 78. Oh, that's 77, 76, uh, 78, whatever the hell it was. was 78, it 79, depending on where you were. That doesn't even make sense. Okay, it's a time portal issue. I don't think that's true. Uh, next up, trumpets. This is from uh, our friend Jab. Hello, beautiful Frangela. Love your show and the BPH on that's the Black Power Hour on Stephanie Miller's show. I never miss them. I've written before. I have a request as a professional trumpet player, composer, and music therapist. Please stop using the word trumpets to describe the ignorant, vile people who support Donald J. Trump. It is an insult to our beautiful instrument, which is the instrument of the angel Gabriel. Thank you, darlings. I send you a million kisses and forty-one thousand socially distanced hugs. You Thank are absolutely you. right. And every anytime we have done that, we apologize to you and the trumpet. Yes. And we will not do it again. Yes. This next email is from Stacy Eight. Thank you very much. I finally made it. Uh, this is about the idiot of the week. Uh, she goes, I finally made it and you accepted my submission. This is my highlight of the week. Uh, thank you for both of your podcasts and, of course, the Black Power Hour. I look forward to them every week, and they bring me a great deal of joy and happiness. I especially love the one in January where Frances sounded like she was drunk. I probably was. No, she, I wasn't no, she drunk. Wasn't. I actually laughed out loud. I was probably very tired. Uh, keep, it on, uh, keep on doing what you do so well, and hopefully this stinking thing will be over soon, and you can go back to performing live. Oh, my goodness. And I can come see you again. I saw you at Flappers when you did that uh, Idiot of the Week live and Yay. almost peeing my pants when you brought out the chart to explain the murder for hire story in China. Take That was good. That, that was, was good. a good chart. It was a very good chart. Uh, take care of yourselves. You are important to so many of us, Stacy. Oh, Thank Stacey. you, Stacy. And finally, uh, this is from Vernon L. Uh, Fran on Steph's show this past Friday. You said you were little. I think you were fun size. Fun size. Thank you. We want to thank you for that characterization. She is fun size. Oh, and now it's time for resistance. Where we give you an actionable item, something you can do to help make this world a better place and to be involved. As of usual, of course, we do encourage you to call your representatives, your senators, your representatives in the House at 202-224-3121 to demand they do all the shit they're supposed to be doing. Yes. But on top of that, we were talking about this week, the digital divide and the problem. Um, one of the many problems of uh, that has really been brought to light, even in more graphic detail for all of us, is how the digital divide especially in a situation where was it 93% of school age children are experiencing school closures. 93. That means the digital divide becomes a really, really, really even more significant issue. And it's, and it's real if you are in an urban setting or rural setting. And so there's an organization that we want to make you guys aware of. It's called devicesforstudents.org. It's a coalition of tech employees, educators, and nonprofits working to provide laptops and Wi-Fi to students in need. 
That's right. So you can go to them. You can do, you can donate devices, computers. You can also donate donate money. And there may be other things. Maybe if you're good, if you can fix computers, I know they have they refurbish and fix. Mm-hmm. So definitely check them out and do what you can. Um, and and I also if you know, and this is a little more down home, but if you're like somebody like me and you live in an apartment building, you know, and I and depending on how you feel about it, you might want to if Share. you know that there's a family or yeah. somebody with some kids in the house, ask them if they need access to broadband. Yeah. You know. Um, and, and, you know, do what you have to do to feel protected and on your, your network, obviously, but seriously, get neighborly, get neighborly. I mean, if there's one thing that we, that we could all do better at, it's taking care of each other. That's right. So thank you and consider doing that. Yes. Yes. I'm Francis Callier. I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela. Thank you so much for listening to the, the final word. word. Thank you so very much. Please follow us on all the social medias at Frangela Duo. And we want to give a very special thanks to our beautiful, lovely, amazing, brilliant producer, Laura. And we love and miss you, Gail. It's no surprise that newsmakers try to manipulate the audience. They want you to believe that they are the one holding the line and they'll use any trick they can to get you there. But don't let them fool you. Get unspun. I'm Amanda Sturgill. I've been a reporter, and today I teach future reporters to cut the spin and think critically about what newsmakers say. My podcast, Unspun, shows you how to know when you're being manipulated by the news. Learn to spot the tricks and how to make up your own mind about what's true. So if you're tired of being fooled by the news, subscribe to Unspun today. Unspun, because you deserve the truth.